Society 13 Podcast Network Redefining Podcasts Society-13.com I like to listen You want to see something really scary? You bet Music Horror Art Politics And overall badass Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio For real to Kettle Whistle Radio. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Thank you to Carrie Means, the voice of Frylock. About mm, 20 episodes ago. Great guy. A lot of fun. And uh, Halloween never ends here. Every day is Halloween, so it carries on. In the background, you're hearing a little bit of the Goosebumps theme. A modern electro-reimagining by Dream Reaper. You'll hear it in its entirety at the end of the show. Um, coming up, we've got Fiends of the Flesh writer Michelle Bowser talking about her mime vs. clown epic. Fiends of the Flesh. Help us out, folks. Pick it up. Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Uh, you have to go under David J. Fairhead Presents. That would be me. Fiends of the Flesh. Or uh, go to www.burningbowlpublishing.com We're going to meet Michelle in a little bit and then we get assaulted by the ever obnoxious Tim Gross but first we got to hear some uh, bloody hammers fear no evil and uh, of course the show always goes out with Yard Panther but my new friend here from Dream Reaper His name is Troy Dirk or Dirk. I'm not sure. Tried to get him before I did this. He's not responding. Hope he's okay. But um, here, let's let's do this right now. Uh, Dream Reaper again in the background right now. Um, a modern electro reimagining presenting a special Halloween release from Dream Reaper. And you can go to Dream Reaper. It's Dream Reaper. Let's see here. Band.com and. He's got a little behind-the-scenes story here. Uh, after placing a second, uh, after placing second in a remix competition for Power Science, mm, Power Science, P O W E R C Y A N S, Disciples of the Night, synthwave artist Dream Dream Reaper, <laughs> Dream Reaper, <laughs> Gary Wright. Synthwave artist Dream Reaper decided the best use of the prize money was not new equipment or software, but rather to purchase an enormous collection of original 1996 Goosebumps trading cards. <laughs> After, <laughs> That's funny. After tracking down a seller, failing to negotiate a good price, and impatiently waiting for shipping, Dream Reaper is now in possession of nearly 1,000 cards bearing the classic images of haunted masks, 
sentient dummies, possessed cameras, and even one of a dad hooked on plant fertilizer. Goosebumps came after me, man. So I, I get it for you 90s kids. But uh, moving on, moving on, moving on. Um, as the artist put it, in today's uncertain economy, there is no safer investment than limited edition children's collectibles manufactured in the mid-1990s. In addition to hoarding the cards, the Phoenix, Arizona-based musician, we're talking about Troy right now, has begun to include them in merchandise orders and gives them away to fans at shows. Locally, he has become known as that fucking Goosebumps guy, <laughs> a badge he wears proudly. <laughs> okay. Available as a free download, Goosebumps theme is a modern electro reimagining of the original that reinvigorates the soundtrack for today's dance floor. The artist utilizes his signature retro-influenced synthwaves featuring huge, distorted French electro bass. He has to explain that to me. He has to come on the show. Distorted French electro bass, creepy piano, apricios. Um, I can never pronounce that word. Uh, gritty slap bass and enough sound effects to open your own haunted house. Fans of Justice, the, glinch, the Glitch Mob, and all things spooky are sure to enjoy Dream Reaper's fresh take on this classic throwback. Dream Reaper's Goosebumps theme is the Halloween banger you never knew you needed. Dream Reaper doesn't know when enough is enough and is currently on the lookout to grow the, his, his card collection. <laughs> He's not giving up. He encourages any readers with large caches of Goosebumps cards to contact him. Please direct all inquiries slash harassment regarding this matter to mail at dreamreapermusic.com. And he's on Bandcamp, folks. That's I guess that's where he found me. This guy found me. They always do. Okay. Without further ado. We're, we're, like I said, we're, we're going to get into Dream Reaper later in the show. You'll hear that in its entirety. I really kind of liked it. I thought, I thought it was really cool. Um... Right now, let's, uh, let's get some uh, bloody hammers.
we're good. Okay. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. I'm here with a very special guest, another one of the fiends of the flesh, Michelle Bowser, who, uh, let's see, I guess she's a fan favorite. She doesn't know that yet. Oh, yeah. Bursting bubbles. Bursting bubbles. People love bursting bubbles. Um, how do we explain that story without giving too much plot away? Basically, it is, uh, if you've ever seen the movie Duel. Absolutely, more than ten times, yeah. Yeah, great movie. So it's Duel with a clown in his little clown car and a mime and a stolen FedEx truck. It's fantastic. And that's pretty much all you need to know. That's all you need to know, but where it goes, you can't even imagine. There's no cartoon in the world that could try to explain this. Um, but you are a fan favorite. People are like, oh my God, that Bursting Bubbles one is great. And it's right, I put it right in the middle of the book as you know, to cool things down because it's pretty heated initially. Um, and then we get into like some emotional stuff later on, and then more horror again. We wrap it around. So your story is perfect. And if it was a creep show, I think it would be a favorite as well. And that's what I went for with this. I don't know what you, if you've read the whole thing yet. Oh yeah. You have. Did you get a creep show vibe? Definitely. Okay, because we you know gangsters, monsters, clowns. <laughs> I mean, I honestly. And now I I just learned this. I think I knew this about you, but you grew up in a haunted house in the middle of the woods. Yes. We, I don't know that we talked about that last time. We probably didn't. Okay, because we're at the same place where, well, the first time we met, I think, might have been here, Living Dead Weekend. Yeah, several yeah. years ago. And we've been uh, with Burning Bulb for a while now. Yeah. So, and Gary's inside here, and uh, John Russo is here. John Russo is here. And you just met him, I guess, again for what the hundredth time, or did you talk yeah, to him? Yeah. <laughs> but we got a lot of people here. A lot of people. Not many zombies walking around this year, though. No, I noticed that. I see some clowns over there. Goth clowns, right in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's the heat. It's awfully hot for October. It is awfully hot, but it is kind of it, that breeze is nice when it comes to. Yeah. But so what? Are, what have you been up to? You consider yourself a humorous writer? Yes. Okay. What else have you been doing besides bursting bubbles? Um, I'm working on more clown stories. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, this, this might be my thing now. I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed writing that more than anything else I've written, and now I think it's going to gonna become it's a gonna thing. It's going to be a thing. Oh, that's great. Well, folks, you can jump on board with Fiends of the Flesh and read Bursting Bubbles, but you have stuff prior to that. Oh, yeah. And, and, and some of them have clowns. <laughs> have uh, the Hags of Black County with the rabid zombie clown apocalypse. I remember you talking about that one. How? Okay. Where does that come from? <laughs> I have no idea. Was there a fear of clowns or were you intrigued? No, I love clowns. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> All clowns. Okay, because we got Happy one behind clowns. us right here. I, except those hobo clowns. I hate those sad bastards. Yeah, they're kind of <laughs> sad drunk bastards. How do you feel about the guy behind us, Pennywise? He's all right. Yeah, not nothing big? Yeah, he's all right. I, I like him, but he's not, you know. we, we also know he's not just a clown, so. Yeah. So your, your, your clowns are humans, or are they... It's hard to say. Well, really. in the Hags of Black County, they're livestock. Livestock? Yeah. Okay, that's So it just depends on, but you know, in, in Bursting Bubbles, they're, they're they're whatever they are. Right, and well, is it a... It's a bizarro tale, so... It definitely is. You, you get the impression that the mime is a real... They're creatures. The mime is a creature, you the clown is a creature. you got to figure it out creature. for yourself. So, so is the balloon dog. And the balloon dog... I don't. I can't say enough about the balloon dog because there's a lot of emotion there. If you're a dog lover, <laughs> and, and it's not. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just. It, it just. I don't know. The, the, <laughs> the clown. The balloon dog really brought something out in me, and I just didn't want anything to happen to him. And I'm not saying it did, but there's a lot that happens. <laughs> and I, my God, what is it? The, when the there is one. The part at, I think it was a gas station where the mime takes over uh, the kid's attention and the clown gets mad. Yeah. And, it was just like... <laughs> it was very offended. <laughs> very offended. I mean, if, yeah, Duel is the perfect way to look at this this short story. And um, like I said, Fiends of the Flesh, folks, it is in Barnes & Noble. Did you check with Gary? I believe it is. I, I think he, he told me it is. So 
you can check there, but go to uh, www.burningbowlpublishing.com. You can get it there. And it's on Amazon. You have to go under David J. Fairhead Presents and um, Fiends of the Flesh. You'll find it there. Um, but so what else is going on here? We just I just saw bits of a movie that we're both in. Yeah. My Uncle John is a zombie. Yes. And now, where? what, what scene were you in? I'm in the zombie acting class. That was you. Okay. I laughed my ass off when I saw that. <laughs> There's no way to explain it, folks, but when this movie comes out in your area, go see it. It's going to be at the Oaks Theater. Is that What town is that in? Oakmont. Uh, it is Oakmont. In, uh, that's south, uh, north of Pittsburgh, so if you're in that area. Uh, it is selling out quick. Um, now, your man was in a scene close to mine. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, he's a zombie hunter. He's so one of the hunters? Yeah, he's one okay, of the hunters. Okay, so he was in oh, He's kind of all through it. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that I saw his scene yet, because... Uh, Bruce only had like bits and pieces. Did you hear the music yet? Yes. Okay, that's me. I've, the vocals. I'm actually, I'm actually got it. <laughs> nice. Lucky you. Lucky you. I hear this. Well, we did the vocals in, in uh, Helm's Deep headquarters, which is where we do Kettle Whistle Radio. And um, the vocals came out really good. It took two days, but each time it was only like an hour and a half. It wasn't like a million takes. John Russo's a, na a natural at it. And oh, yeah. I, he's got a great voice. How hilarious are those songs, though? Oh, the yeah. The Lament. Oh, I love them. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've heard them all. They're, they're great. <laughs> I love the, and the beginning of the film, when it starts out, it's very nostalgic. Uh, people that love Night of the Living Dead will love this movie. They have to. Oh, absolutely. But with a good sense of humor. A great sense of humor. It's like, zombies? No. <laughs> Exactly. With their skulls cracked open, you know? Like, <laughs> oh my god. That, no, it's just, uh, I had so much fun just with the little bits and pieces, so I hope to see the whole thing. That'll make sense if you see the movie. Yeah, what is that? Little kid build a ghoul? Build a ghoul, support the pool. Oh, so they're trying to save the pool? Yeah, save the clock money. tower! Yeah, exactly. They're raising money for the. the uh, so that's pool. what all these, there's all these crosses surrounding us right now, folks, and they're, they're building scarecrows. Isn't that, is that the one? I have no idea. Yeah, Not bad. yeah well, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, they're competing, building weird scarecrows. Cool. You just kind of have to see it, folks. I, I mean, by no, the time that's, you... a, that's a fun art and craft project. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, where can we find your stuff right now? And do you have any other stuff you want to talk about? Well, everything uh, that I've published comes from Burning Bowl. Um, I'm doing audiobooks. All of my books are on audio. That's great. And they're narrated by me. Oh, that's and I have, even better. I have narrated some other uh, Burning Bulb stories, other titles by other authors. Gary doesn't tell me these things. Oh, well, he should. Yeah. I'm going to go have words with him. He's in the celebrity tent right now, so. <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing narration of mine nice. and, and others. Very cool. And yeah. so everything can be found on audio. And uh, my husband does uh, music. He did uh, The Hags of Black County. Um, when I wrote it, yeah. it had a song. And I wrote silly lyrics for the song. And then as I'm doing the audio, I realize uh, I don't have a tune. I don't have, I have no idea what to do. So I ran to my musician husband and, help, <laughs> fix this. I don't know what to do. So we should mention his name real quick. Landon Bowser. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he, uh, he wrote a tune for it and actually played the guitar. And then I convinced him to sing it because I was like, well, it is a guy singing anyway. So I, I said, wow. well, go ahead, Courtney. Uh, he didn't want to do it, but he did it. So how, Great yeah, job. How do you market that as like a soundtrack to your, your story? It's, it's not, it's really just a story. So it's, it's a very short piece, but it's really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm already interested. I love when people have like a little uh, song, just like, you know, what Russo did, you know, a little song on the side. But even it, with him, it's in the movie, but I like when it's like a separate entity. Like, so that when they hear the music, they're like, where did this come from? Yeah. Maybe they'll go look at the book and vice yes. versa. I think it's amazing when you go, oh, you know, Rob Zombie did a Banjo and Sullivan, you know, like it was a fake country music band, 
and you can buy the CD not knowing that they were in the movie. You know, yeah. you, you, it's great. Yeah, people put down Rob, but I thought that was brilliant. Well, I've uh, been trying to convince Landon to uh, go a little further and do some more as the fake band from my <laughs> from my absolutely. story. Absolutely, I would buy it tomorrow. I would buy it today if it was available. Um, yeah, because uh, and it's it's the country metal clowns from the eighth lawnmower dimension. Where do we begin? <laughs> See, the clowns just keep popping up. They popped up so much that I finally just said, I, I should just go with this. They're yeah. everywhere. I'm not afraid of the dark, but... You should be. There are things that dwell here in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke cleared from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to his predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. Still here? Okay. Let's play a game. <laughs> popped up so much that I finally just said, I, I should just go with this. They're everywhere. I hate to see what your house looks like. Do you have like clown heads everywhere? And I have like... one clown head oh, so, okay. and one balloon dog. And <laughs> and then the rest of it looks kind of like a goth museum. Okay. Then I want to see your house. Medieval. It looks kind of like a medieval dungeon. So is this like your revenge on growing up in a haunted house? Like or... No, no. You were never scared in it? No, okay. no. I love my house. Okay. Growing up in it. So you just intrigued and it got you into this writing? Yeah, I guess so. But you're not sure? because well, everyone else was so scared by it. Oh, uh, that's, see, that's cool. And I yeah. was just like, huh? And then it became a fun thing to go, oh yeah, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and watch people freak out. I'm fascinated by oh, people freaking out people over sleeping over and nothing. stuff? Yeah. Like, did you actually have things happen with people sleeping over? And Nothing major. No, just but nothing. It was just had an eerie feeling, even when nothing was happening. It was kind of, it was big, it was dark, it was old. They make their own noises, exactly. but that that is enough to inspire the likes of Stephen King. I mean, 
Uh, he had, the whole town, the whole city, of, I'm sorry, the state of Maine is haunted as far as he's concerned. But, uh, I, <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, so what are you up to here at the Living Dead Weekend? Did you come here for anything in particular? To wander around and say hi to all my friends. Uh, yeah, it's always good to see you guys. I'm glad you came out. And this interview is way overdue, but, you know, we rarely get together. Even though we're on the same label, uh, check, check out Fiends of the Flesh and Bursting Bubbles big time. You must check out that story. It's hilarious. I mean, it will not keep you up at night unless you're up laughing all night. But it, there are some creepy ass moments. I, I can't say anything. <laughs> it might keep you up. It just depends on, just depends what on your bothers issues. You. Yeah, well, your issues. Thank you. I would totally agree. Well, um, well so what, what is the next thing you said is coming out? Well, I'm working on, it's an anthology of oh, clown stories, okay. of my own clown stories. So that it's, it's an anthology, every story is different, you're not going to have anything tied into... They're all into... different, but they're all clowns. Okay, well there you have it, Michelle Bowser. <laughs> I, I, just check her out, folks, and you're on Facebook, uh, I don't, you're on Twitter, I know you're on Twitter. Yes. Is it under M. Bowser? Or what? I can't remember on Twitter. Uh, I know. <laughs> I think I, it's just my name, I think I was able to actually get my name. None of us like Twitter. It's it's yeah, so amazing. Yeah, yeah I'm it's, not big on it. We do you do get followers. Here comes John Russo. He's looking lost at the moment. <laughs> he's just wandering. <laughs> I hope he knows where he's going. I'm sure he does. If he ends up at Tim Gross's tent. That's a problem. <laughs> but that's the uh, drunken Gross Fest tent. I must say. Look forward to the Gross Fest. Do you know about Gross Fest? No, I you don't. Have to fly right in front of you. Uh, next year, sign up for it. Um, get a. It's like 50 bucks for uh, for space if you want to vent. You got plenty of books. By then you'll have more. So and it's gonna be in Washington, uh, PA, at the Washington Hotel. Oh, awesome! That's so not far yeah, from me at all. exactly. And it's uh, the second floor ballroom. I know all this because of him. So yeah, the Gross Fest. Look forward to that next year, folks. Since we lost Horror Realm, I feel bad about that. Remember Horror Realm? <laughs> Are you gonna miss it, or do you just? I don't. Say I, goodbye yeah. graciously. I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we'll see all there the people. Is. It's the people that make things up. And then I'll just see them at, you know, exactly. different events. So exactly. That's more the my Wait a second. Wait a second, sir. We're what? Talk, we just talked. I just was talking about Gross Fest. Oh, okay. Just now, yeah. And he shows up, and if you heard that crackling, that's beer. And here it comes. Mr. Tim Gross. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so Gross Fest we were talking about. How's it going for you over there? Ah, it sucks balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's crashing an interview right now. But it's fair because we were talking about it and she wanted to know about it and she's probably going to go. Uh, Gross so. Fest is literally, we're not trying to invent a convention. We're not trying to step on anybody's toes. It's a one day event that started off as a joke. I went to bed and I woke up with a bunch of emails and phone calls of people saying, what is Gross Fest? <laughs> and literally Gross Fest is an idea that I've had for many years that many conventions don't believe in and it's just celebrating independent horror movies. On top of that, I do want to try eventually bring in some independent authors. Well, here you go. Even, even though they're not guests, maybe this time around, there's 2019 if it's successful. Well, this I one here, this one here, writes about scary clowns. That's and awesome. I was in a movie. So yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. she's in. Yeah, she's Uncle John. So. We want to keep prices cheap for tables. Uh, tickets are only ten dollars. The one day thing. I want people to come and not only have fun, but be introduced to people they maybe never even. 
known before and talented people at that, whether it's filmmakers or authors. I just want people that instead of going to maybe a horror hound or other such big name conventions, mm. um, you're meeting these celebrities who are being paid astronomical amount of money. When meanwhile, uh, filmmakers, authors like yourself are paying two, three hundred, four hundred dollars for table space. Don't get talked to. Well, I want to feature you, <laughs> and that's what Gross Fest comes in because I am part of that crowd that has done this for many years, paid lots of money. No one cares, but that's the sad part. I care. Yeah, that's the sad part. People know who I am, and that was the thing. Everybody was like, when Four Realm went down, everybody's like, so who can keep doing this? And that's where I came in because everybody started contacting me, and I was like, oh yeah, maybe we'll just do Gross Fest, you know, just jokingly around. And next thing I know, um, we have a hotel, we have guests. <laughs> We're actually running a convention. Yeah, man. And I'm making it up as I go. Uh, we appreciate that. So, yes. Well, we know how to find you, that's for sure. How do we find you? <laughs> you can find me at grossmoviereviews.com, grossfest.com, or just go on Facebook, Gross Movie Reviews. Use my name, you won't find me, because I don't like high school people. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Just put in here, Gross Movie Reviews. All right. Yes. I apologize for crashing yeah. anybody's energy. Uh, no problem, but thank you. Black thing on the graphics driving me nuts. Okay. I will. Oh, I, I will. Okay. Christine? Yeah, I'll let her know. She's making me nuts. Okay. Don't tell her I did. No problem. I'll just tell her. <laughs> we just had a guy walk up with a seal uh, threatening my phone. Uh, my, yeah, my, my booth partner. My phone booth partner. I haven't had anything to drink, folks. I haven't. I just can't talk today. I am going to ministry tonight, so I'm very excited. I will be drinking there. <laughs> um, uh, back to you, Michelle. Well, we got a good plug there from Mr. Gross, right? I can't believe he walked in and stole a beer as soon as we were talking about him. He, that was pretty, pretty yeah, good timing. His nose must have been itching. <laughs> but all right. Well, thank you, Michelle. And uh, any last uh, comments or anything you want them to know? Make sure to check out My Uncle John is a Zombie November 16th. Yes, November 16th at the Oaks. And once again, folks, thanks for listening. And this is live at the Living Dead weekend. By the time you hear it, it will be dead. <laughs> All right, Michelle, thank you. Thank you. All right, bye-bye.
Podcast. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Electric Acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage, behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your hosts for the The Candle Candle Power Power Hour. Hour. 